biggest guy in the room. You already know who it is. It's King Mania back again with another installment of For the Culture, episode 13, I believe. And, uh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, what a revolution this is. Because I got, I got, I got this song playing and, um, while I have this song playing, I have to really understand what's going on. You know, I have to use this platform to the best of my ability. I have They Don't Really Care About Us playing by Michael Jackson. I'm going to turn it down right around here. But I, I want it to be just like that. What has become of my rights? Because they don't really care about us. You have the president um, telling the invoking the military on the people on the people let me let me just let me just kind of sit back and kind of think about this for a second the president of the these united states are seeking let me just put it in perspective for everybody that's confused about what i am saying okay the president of the united states is invoking the military to attack citizens because the police killed a black man in the middle of the street in broad daylight and will not do anything about it. Oh, and I'm sure that everybody's got to say, oh, well, Dale, they're looting the rioting. They're destroying businesses, corporations, and that's just not right, right? No, that's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Let me tell you this. Nobody says anything when um, the 1920s when, um, um, you know, um, Black Wall Street got bombed up and slaughtered and people, innocent black bodies were slaughtered across the land. Nobody says anything when you have when, um, you know, nobody demanded justice um, like this. When. um Dylan Roof came, went into a church and slaughtered a bunch of people, nine people, I might add you. So, um, and merchandise being stolen or burned. I mean, people really went into a Nike store, took a bunch of Colin Kaepernick shirts and burned them. Uh, you have people riding in the streets because their football team lost. People ride all the time. Um, so here's the I, look, and I'm not I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not trying to say it's right. But what do you say when you're trying to get your point across? What do you do when you're trying to get your point across? 
This isn't right. And so you have angry ass people displaying that they are angry and they are fed up because the system was not working for them. So you have a lot of angry motherfuckers out here displaying their anger. And guess what? I'm angry too. I'm angry. Now, I was out there protesting. I can't just be a man of talk. Got to be a man of action. Um, so... Um, and I'm going I'm to unpack this step by step. And this is going to probably be the episode where we don't talk as much music because music is to be celebrated. We might talk about music here and there. Um, probably just protest music. Um, um, disturbing the peace type music like I just played. Um, they don't really care about us, about us but Michael Jackson. But uh, um you know, there is. Let me break this down um, for everybody. Um, you have at this time, at this very moment in time. Let me start off by saying thank you very, very much for tuning in to For the Culture with King Mania. I am that person. King Mania. Um, this is episode 13, Lucky 13. Um, you know, and we are now being broadcasted on more platforms. Um, I'm very proud of that. Um, so uh, thank you for everybody involved. Everybody that doesn't want to be involved is involved is participating in the listening, not participating in the listening. I want to say thank you to every single body um, because this is something that um, is passionate to me. I think we just got in on iHeartRadio. So, yo, this is, I am um, humbled. Um, But literally, we have this thing. And as an African-American man, I want to break this down using as much clarity and wisdom and perspective that I can. Okay. So let's start off. Let's start off by saying that justice was served a little bit, or it just made maybe a tiny step to getting one big giant problem solved. We have to get justice served for George Floyd. Say his name, George Floyd. So we have to get justice served. Um, I came out with a video. I um, and you know, um, on Instagram, you can check that out on my Instagram page, King Mania, or Doug King Mania. Um, but there was a video I put out just talking about what I did when I after I went to my protest, but. Here's a bit of news that the four pro the four officers, not protesters, but four officers were literally arrested. Um, all four. I think they started with the main guy and then they went in and then they 
picked up the three. I think when they interrogate, um, they bumped up the murder charge. So if something happened, had had to happen within the investigation. Um, that made it so that you know, um, they bumped it up to a murder two charge in the second degree. So that's a big jump in the case. I mean, that's a huge thing. So the fact that all four of them are in now orange jumpsuits, it's it's a little bit of satisfying, but it's not satisfying because now we have to. They have to literally get arrested and not just arrested, but convicted. They have to be convicted of second degree murder and manslaughter. Um, each of them. So there's been things around the news about what what's going on and um, talking about you know what can people do? What can what do people want to say? I mean, really, what can you say? What can you do? What what do you want to do? Because, um. You have people out here going crazy. You had people looting. Like, Minnesota set it off. That's not... We watched what Minnesota did, and it sparked fire around the country. Around the country. Now it's, now it's going abroad. Now you have France. Now you have Berlin. Now you have a bunch of other countries getting involved in this and I'm so proud I'm so proud to see that there is real change that finally because I've been on this social justice tip for years and I mean years people I mean, maybe, maybe like six or like I'm 27 now. So when I turned like 21, 22, that's when I really started to really start to see the world for what it was and really started to see um, how the world worked and my place in the world and everything like that. And I remember just starting to spread and say things and do things that, um, you know, um, I needed to say. And I remember getting a lot of flack from it, from it, a lot of flack for it in the beginning. And, um, it was, um, it wasn't until now that, um, you know, um, it wasn't until now that things have started to really start to fester and, um, you know, change in terms of just people um, having the sense of mind to really go out there and challenge the status quo. And it took a national global pandemic for this to happen. Which I'm just saying, there's been pandemics in the world before, so I don't understand how um, 
you know, I don't think the pandemic had anything to do with that. I think people are just tired and they have time. They have time because you want also, again, global pandemic, uh, unemployment rates uh, um, to the fucking bottom. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you have all this mixed in together. And not to just let me just recap global pandemic, un- unemployment rates. You also have um, people, it's summertime, so people aren't in school. A lot of a world of uncertainty. You have a, um, a president who is who says that you who is literally taking the office of the president and turning it into his own private photo op and cares. He literally moved a bunch of people got used like does he not realize that those the we pay for the military that we pay he basically got the people that we pay to move those people in Washington those Washington protests like he paid for them to get out of his way so he can do a photo op in a church that he probably has never been to before maybe okay maybe, okay so that's unfair i get it that's unfair but literally come on he did a photo op in front of a church and walked right back into his comfy spot because they turned off the lights at the right house this is something that we've never seen before. This is something that we've never witnessed before. This is different. Different. They write it for six days after Martin Luther King passed away. This has gone on longer than that. And I am ready for it to go longer. I'm ready. I'm in it for the long haul. And here's... And let me just... Let me just say something because it's it's needed to be said. Um, so I went to the protests and um, me and two other friends of mine, you know, I am the big guy of the group. So I had um, the two other my two other friends are very uh, form fit. So they were able to, you know, they could walk two steps and be two miles. But uh, I'm, 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 I didn't wear the right proper shoes. I did, but I didn't. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, so if you're, it's not very impact resistant, which is what I needed at that time, because the walk was literally doing damage to my calves that I didn't haven't foreseen since my football days. Um, so I'm literally walking to, um, and we're walking, walking and walking. We're taking drinks of water. We had to do like maybe two or three laps around downtown Denver. And, um, they're talking about my, my first day. And, um, we went out and um, nobody really knew, you know, this is probably the second day of protests and um, nobody really knew how long this was going to be, you know. So um, we walk in, we walk in, you know, we starting chants. 
we're starting chants all over the all over the city. Um, I'm starting some chants. You know, I'm I'm loud and I'm boisterous and I'm passionate about everything that's going on. You know, and and it's um I'm very angry, and I feel like I have the right to be angry because I have. I have all these. I still do, which is why I'm talking so elegantly right now. Usually I'm just all over the place and trying to, you know, gather my thoughts. But really, I'm just trying to get all the emotions out uh, while I'm walking and I'm chanting. And while I'm talking to you right now. So I'm walking and I'm chanting and I'm chanting and I'm chanting. And now we're starting to experience some things. People are getting um, water thrown on them. They're getting spit on. They're getting cussed out, flipped off. Uh, you see the opposite side coming, trying to infiltrate the the protest from the outside, from from the other side of the of the spectrum. So then, you know, um, we go cut back to the Capitol. We cut back to the Capitol. I realize we're going uphill. So I flop over to the side I can't I had enough temporarily temporarily I needed to just take a break have my adrenaline calm down just take a short little you know just a a power to myself just to gather everything that I had just experienced because it was a lot um so then um I see the protests come back around and then I call my friend and see where he's at. He's like, um, they're right down the Capitol. He, um, so I'm at the top of the Capitol, the Capitol, the cap, the state Capitol goes downhill and then you get to the lawn and then you get to the end of the street. So I go, they, they, they said they're at the end of the street, across the street from the Capitol. So I go down there, I see him, you know, I flag him. And now this time, now we're in the face of the entire um, police department and SWAT team that was deployed out there. Um, so we're standing there. We're, I'm hearing, I'm observing in the front lines. Like I'm in the front, not in the back, in the front, right behind my friend. Cause he was in, he's actually, he was actually faced face to face with the cops. And I was like, right behind him, just ready to, you know, grab him and let's run to the car. If any, if the interior gas starts, I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen during broad daylight. You know, they already proven that they can kill um, us in the in the street. So you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so we go out there and we are literally um, watching the policemen and the SWAT team laugh at the protesters, which is us. And we're getting more angry. And you know, there's good ones. You you can point out the good ones, and you can point out the bad. And um, I have a lot of uh, shock. I mean, it was shocking to see that these people didn't take us seriously. That they didn't take into account what we were why we were doing what we were doing a life was lost see that's if you're gonna laugh that means you do not take into account the seriousness seriousness of each situation 
And so I'm watching them laugh and we're getting angry, getting more boisterous, doing more chants. I'm chanting. I'm starting chants again because I have a very loud voice. So I'm starting chants and they're watching me chant and they can see I'm not the leader, but I am one of the lead chanters. So, um, I see one of them look at me, and then I see one. He calls over his friend, then they start. They start pointing at me, and then they're they're seeing that I'm one of the people who's leading the the charge by myself. And um, I'm using all my anger to really talk about was really what, what I'm trying to convey here, you know, and um, they are, they're literally saying, you know, you know, um, it, uh, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the, and so then my friend, you know, you know, he starts talking to one of the Denver police officers and he's like, yo, what's it going to take? And he's like, he does, he says, PD's officer says, I don't know. And then my friend says, what do you mean? I don't know. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, at that time, you don't know. But here's, here's, here's what, here's what, here's what I think that needs to start. Okay. What needs to happen In my opinion, what needs to happen is we already have the power, the buying power of people in this. Like you have to realize is that you have to take start taking life seriously. Um, The fact that there are people out here that's. So I, oh wait, let, let me finish the story. So basically, we we did a couple more laps. We did we talked to a couple more people. Um, I did an interview for a news organization, ABC, um, ABC thirteen. Shout out to them. Um, if they do, if they if they broadcast the piece right, um, and um, it was it, it turned out to be okay. Um, what ends up happening? is is uh we um what needs to happen is it's very complicated because it's it's one of those puzzles where just when you think you're done it's gonna take more i mean if we can snap our fingers like that and make it happen um sure i mean Granted, yes, but there's so much stuff that needs to happen and there's so much resistance that's going to happen. Um, you have to speak to it all. Like, I don't know if I have enough time to really talk about everything that I, that I need to get off my chest. Um, but I can just say some for 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 starters. First of all, what needs to start off, what we need to kick this thing off was is getting the officers is charging each officer for everything that was done. Each officer that that participated 
and who Ashley took out George Floyd. And then a conviction. After we get the longest conviction impossible, which I think I just um, said, I think we need to make it make sure it makes it stick. I don't want them to ever see the light of day. Okay, I don't want them to see the light of day ever. Then after that, I would like to have or see um, fundamental change within the policing of minorities in this country because here's the thing I've seen Mexican people react to get reacted to the police and I've seen black people I've seen many other races get um, react I've seen probably I see them all react to the police and nothing's like I've seen it as it is now when they're doing dealing with protesters but when it's just one-on-one and it's like a normal Wednesday afternoon um it's it's a little bit different you know so I think there needs to be fundamental change that includes incentives for police officers not to murder civilians you have to make incentives like take away their chance of a pension take away their chances at at moving up, you make death death duty an automatic option, um, automatic requirement, um, fire them, automatic termination. You know, um, there's a lot of things that you could do here, but it's very broad. So I think there needs to be incentives um, in order, like you lost the pay if you shoot somebody and. I think it needs to go to a review board that is based off the public or the state. It needs to be presented to the state. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm freestyling right now. Um, but I think it needs to be based off to the state and the public has to decide if it was justified. And then what I think is that officer should not be allowed to be policing for up to five to 10 years and without pay. So he has to get another job that is not involving law enforcement. So I think there's stuff like that, but I think there needs to be also, um, that's just addressing part of the problem. Um, There's also racism that you have to fundamentally fix. systemic racism when it comes to redlining, uh, miseducation, mis- mass incarceration, um, you know, and uh, I I literally, before this whole thing happened, I was had, I had about two conversations before this whole George Floyd thing happened um, about this. And, I, and you know, it's, it's crazy because I don't, ever want for the culture to be just about the bad um but i think with covid19 and everything like we're not able to move like we have been so i think for for instance this has to take precedence um but here's what i have to say about you know everything like that being shot down by white men on the streets of Georgia. 
Breonna Taylor being killed in her home. This is in New York City where we were until freedom. We were just in New York fighting the police officers who in the name of social distancing this were is killing black young people on our Tamika Mallory. This is a coordinated activity talking. across this nation. And so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother, George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. Because Target should be on the streets with us, calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there, throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged, and there's an easy way to stop Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. And that's what I have to say about that. I mean, she literally covered it all. She literally covered it all. What else do you have to say about anything that has to has anything to do with anything? I mean, really... Um, Tamika Mallory covered it all. I mean, literally, um, black people have been looted from America forever. For for since let's let's since we've been looted since the the first time. Um, what what whenever the relationship between. Um, America and Africa went south, okay, and and literally, um, you know, it literally went south, and I'm I'm, I'm I get pressed with this when I get pressed, I I have to take these pauses, so excuse me.
because as you all know, I have ties in Ghana. Um, my fam, my family's from Ghana and West Africa, and I have ties back there. So when I talk about Africa, I have a very sensitive spot for it. But when America first, when relationship with Africa went south, and slaves and resources and natural resources were stolen away from Africa, they literally, literally poisoned the motherland. And it hasn't recovered. Like, Africa has not recovered. Let's be clear. And not has the people that they have, they have, they, that got stolen and put on merchant ships to be sold as slaves and be considered three-fifths of human. And that's just putting it nicely. Like, I'm not even being serious. I'm not even being um, telling the whole truth because I can talk about how we were uh, raped and lynched and beaten and battered and, and, and just made to be humiliated. And we have to survive it all. And now in 2020, they expect us to sit here and be complicit in the murder of George Floyd. See, the thing is, people are saying George Floyd um, is the, it was a known martyr. Like, he went out. He interacted with the cops. He knew this was going to happen. No, he didn't know this was going to happen. Not for, not for a long shot. I'm pretty sure he didn't know. But at the same time, we have to, and I mean seriously, seriously, have to, be considered of the fact that George Floyd is as a man was a man with a family, a whole entire family. And they took him away because of a counterfeit $20 bill. And just because he might have been bigger or taller than those police officers, they decided to end his life. Look, I might be saying I might be breaking the fourth wall here, but at the same time, I am happy to um, have conversations. So. I've been having conversations, and this is what I want to say, because I do have a lot of Caucasian um, listeners. So uh, to a lot of them, I say this. I want to say thank you. Thank you for standing by us. And um, thank you for not wavering when the racist white people try to intimidate you into joining the racist agendas. So thank you. Thank you for that, because I appreciate you. Yes. And um, look, and I want to say this. Um, I'm tired of being the victim of hate. I'm tired of it. Um, I feel like. And that's just um, that's just me spitting some facts out. But here's the thing. We have to have compassionate for black people. Black people have to do better in the terms of investing and treating each other with respect. Let's be honest. The the gangs were originally um, 
set up to police the police in the neighborhoods, make sure the policing are good. But in that, but America turned the gangs on each other. It's like turning the like you know, it's very but it's very disappointing. Um, but here's the thing. I'm disappointed about the people who are trying to sneak in um, loudly and bravely trying to sneak in their their um, their all lives matters posts and they're sneaking them in and it's disgusting. So I'm going to speak on that soon, but I want to play two videos and then we'll talk about it and then we'll break down those videos as well. So here's one video by Malcolm X. Here's the second video that I promised you guys. Oh my god. And I have a five year old son. 
second video really makes me emotional because as a 27 year old black man in America um, it, uh, it hurts it hurts my soul because I know if I get to live to 45 would I see justice? Like, is this is this movement that we're currently on smoke and mirrors, or is it the real thing? Because they've been they've been pro we've been protesting and marching for generations. So I I say this because I want something different, and I want something different now. I just don't know how to get it. How do we obtain it? How do we obtain? peace and harmony when people do not agree with us being full on human how do we obtain peace and harmony when you have people saying that people who are having the George Floyd challenge how do we obtain peace and harmony and and protection against police genocide if you have to worry about what's going to happen to you as soon as you walk out of your house Brianna Taylor was at home sleeping thinking that she the night the, the before she got to to went to bed she probably planned out her next day and went to sleep and then she she, she didn't get to sleep anymore they fired eight shots into her apartment. Her man decided to shoot back, and you know he made it out. But Breonna Taylor is gone. Ahmaud Arbery was probably just doing a morning run, had a whole day planned before he left his house, and got killed. So how do we obtain justice when you have um, the lady? I forget. I don't want to say her name and give her power, but. You have the lady in Central Park calling the man, um, telling the man he's, she's going to call the cops on him because she feels that it's in her right. And if she's she as a white woman calling the cops on a black man, it's obviously going to lead to some substantial event for him that he needs to be afraid for. So that's it gives she feels justified in that way he has more incentive to leave her alone when she's the one in the wrong here's all I gotta say about this okay Here, and I'm just gonna shoot some things and I'm gonna talk about the rest about um, um, and um, I'm gonna suggest some music and I'm just gonna get some things off my chest and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it next week um, here's the thing Unless the peaceful police officers want to help us change the system, then their act of kindness, which I mean when they're marching and they're and they're and they're talking to the people, is going to be in vain. It's going to be in vain. 
They have to help the communities that they serve change their own systems in order to protect the people. And I mean, really do it. And they need to hold the bad cops accountable. So that way there's all cops can be good cops. Okay. There, I definitely do think um, more celebrities are speaking. I think celebrities are speaking out, which is great. I think there needs to be more celebrities who are speaking out. And I hope there is. Um, I want to say, fuck you, Drew Brees. Because Drew B, Drew Brees is not for the culture, has never been for the culture, um, will never be for the culture. Um, he has he lives in, a, in New Orleans, which is the wrong team to play for if you're gonna do go do that go go play for some 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 team with a racist ass owner mr drew Brees. you have lost you have i had a lot of respect for you like it was tom brady i don't know but i'm sorry Peyton manning tom brady and then um um drew Brees in those top quarterbacks you have you are Maybe top 20, maybe top 50 now, sir. I'm not playing with you at this point in time in 2020. You don't understand why people are kneeling for the kneeling for the national anthem. You make me sick. And I'm glad that your teammate told you to shut the fuck up because you needed to do it a long ass fucking time ago. Um, also on my national shit list is former Miss Universe Malaysia says black people should relax because it's because they chose to be born colored. And she says, I quote, she says, and I quote, I don't live in America and it has nothing to do with me. But to me, it seems like whites, like the whites one says, Samantha Katie James fuck you okay fuck you um, to all the people who have who knows people who have um, who um, participated and want to participate in the George Floyd challenge um, fuck you yeah and if you don't do anything to stop those people Fuck you. And it was, most of those are kids. So the, it's up to the parents to educate those those kids on why it's wrong. <sighs> I, and I think I'm going to I'm going to um, I think everybody should check out the Black Power mixtape. Um, um, if you haven't done it already. Um, it's a great piece of of a great documentary. I think everybody should watch it. Um, covers America from 1967 to 1975. Um, so check that one out. Also, and I'm going to just end it like this. I definitely think that we need to look to the older generation to see how they were able to organize and mobilize and get to, and get together. Then enhance it for 2020. Um... Here's the thing, and I want to let me just clarify that statement because I mean, look, people were able to come together and organize for the Black Panthers, for example. They turned into a full organization, even how Dr. King was able to get people together to form the civil rights legislation. Um, 
I just think we just need community. I think we need community. I think it could start very, very well. Um, Trump's rhetoric is very damaging and disappointing because he all he had to say was that. And if he would have said something like, um, I just if I want all police officers to stop the genocide against African Americans. <laughs> oh, that's all he had to say. But of course, you know, he he didn't say that. So obviously, you know. Um I one there's two albums that I recommend people listen to. One is gonna be the Rhythm Nation eighteen fourteen album by Janet Jackson. From start to finish, that album gives you great perspective of if you if if you if you haven't li- listened to it lately, uh, go back and listen to it. I think it's a great um, source of 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 music. Um, very dance heavy, but very cautious at the, uh, ca- conscious at the same time. And also listen to Joey Badass's All American Badass um, album. Um, those two albums, I suggest you guys listen to. Um, I'm going to see if I can play some here today. Um, um, one of the first album of uh, the first one I want to play um, from that one is probably just start off with Joey Badass because that album was just so good. And um, um, yeah, um, let's see if it's going to play. Yeah, this is um, Temptation. That one's about about an hour long, the whole album. So I right after this, if you go look on whatever streaming service you have, whatever you're on right now, um, go look go look up this album. And while I listen, this is gonna be American Idol. This is from the Rhythm Nation album. Oh, 
Yeah, so I don't want to play all of it, but um, really check out those two albums if you ha- if if you know them by heart already. Uh, golf claps to you, my friend. Um, uh, but literally, go back, check those albums out. Um, those are really great. Um, it's about that time for me to wrap up the show. We went a little bit longer, um, I think, but I think it was mostly necessary. Um, next week, I'm going to have a lot of news. Ho- hopefully, we'll talk some music. And um, I think so, because there's been a lot of um, freestyles coming out. And like uh, LG- LL Cool Jake put out a freestyle, so did Chris Brown. Um, a lot of protest music coming back and resurfacing. A lot of the uh, party music is is done for. Um, there's a sense in the world where... I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how to say the things that they want to say. Um, J. Cole, him, this is going to be a great time for Kendrick and J. Cole to come out with something because, boy, have they been preaching this as the time they came into the game. So, um, to all of you, I want to leave you with a message. Um, and that is to wake up the best version of you every single day, especially at this time, because whatever that you want to do for in that day is going to affect change. Everything that you're doing at this very moment is going to be magnified because we have a lot of shit going on in the world. And because there's no nothing really to to really take our mind off of it, things are festering and it's happening at a very rapid rate. So please try to be on the right side of history. Because what is becoming of our rights is something that's never seen before and whatever happens between the next time I see you and I get to talk to you guys there are to the next time that we meet again there's going to be a lot of things to happen so I wish you guys the best I hope you guys have the good week and I will see you next week and I love you and don't ever forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that I got you, I got us. Thank you again for checking out For the Culture, episode 13. I love you. I'll see you next week. I'm out. Peace. Oh, by the way, let's ride out and finish up. They don't really care about us. Peace out.